Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to a special edition of KBM Live. Two nights in one week. Ryan and I are burning the midnight oil to make this stuff happen. Two nights in one week. Can you believe it? Uh, coming to talk about the, the BOS schedule that just dropped. Everybody's pumped up and excited. And of course, the upcoming shootout in TOC this weekend. So AJ, thanks for jumping on here. Uh, Take time to talk to us again, buddy. Man, thank you guys for working a little overtime for me this week. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to pay... Uh, Ryan is paying me, and I'm paying him double time, which is double time of nothing. So it's all good, man. Now uh, the, the the excitement was real for that schedule drop. It was it was, you know, you could feel people getting excited about it, and the the live stream you just had was blowing up. So I know some people had some questions. I've got some questions. I took some notes from that thing. So uh, I don't know. I'm excited about. It. Let's just jump right into it, Ryan. What you got anything to lead us off with? Because I've got a list of stuff here. No, man. Jump jump in there. I'm I'm more than impressed with the schedule like i i want to hit pretty much every event except arkansas so uh, i think it's great man i thought this was going to be the lambert back to arkansas redemption tour <laughs> if i have to i will but i hope i don't we're gonna make that happen we're gonna make that happen uh but yeah i mean just right into it we can go event by event if we want but the first thing i noticed you know when you got to that ninth event i thought you were done and then you slid another one in there on us 10 events what what led to, to growing that thing out to 10 this year? Well, I mean, a couple of things. I mean, technically, we are officially running 10 events this year, but one of them is just a one-day event. So, um, you know, since we're getting rid of the shootout next year, it kind of opened up an opportunity for us to have another event. And then, um, you know, randomly when schedules kind of come together, it's, it's, it's a really challenging process. But, like, sometimes, like, you have a bad four-week run, and then you have, like, a really good one-week and I had a really good one week and um, kind of actually had a problem because then I was like, oh, um, I got like four extra people that are trying to run a, you know, a tournament with us this year. So um, Pickwick was one of those. They ended up um, being quicker on the trigger and on the communication and um, that just locked that in. They were they were eager and excited. And, uh, you know, some of these other people that did the same thing in that one week they uh they're gonna i mean we're already working on 2022 one of those is going to be a uh, uh a toc location um and so we i mean we're we're just going to keep the momentum rolling and uh you know people are excited um about what we're doing and, and these communities are really starting to believe in investing in um you know these events coming in because they they've experienced it once they have that good experience man you want you want more of it yeah, I know the, the folks here in my backyard, you know, I got some messages right after you were done or right in the middle of when you were you were talking on that stream a little bit ago because they were excited about so many events in the central U.S., with, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, you know, back to Wisconsin. Uh, you know, then you went to the Northeast. I mean, I don't know. The whole schedule, I think I commented in there, the thing looks more impressive than some of the uh, Bass Boat Elite schedules, like the MLF and the Elite Series itself would be jealous of this schedule. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I nailed it la this past year. I picked all the right places at all the wrong times, um, <laughs> and fishing was tough. And, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. You know, when you're making a schedule, you want to pass the eye test. Uh, you want to you want to look at it and think, oh, okay, okay, oh, all right. You know, you want to have that feeling. And, you know, then when tournament day comes, you never know. I mean, it, weather comes, droughts, COVID, whatever you want to call it this year fishing's been tough and you know we don't know what's going to be in store for us next year in so many different capacities but you know 
just to be able to get people excited about a schedule is is the most important thing when doing it. And uh, man, it's it's so it's amazing to hear the positive feedback. Um, you know, every year there's always some people disappointed. I get that. Um, you know, cause you, we can't, even with 10 events, we can't have events everywhere and at the right times all the time. Um, but man, like it's just, it's just, uh, it's rewarding when people are excited because you know, the work that goes on behind the scenes, um, it just is, uh, I mean, the guys that make these big schedules do it's, it's, it's a grind out there and you're, you are competing with a lot of different things. And no matter how much this thing grows and improves, we're still a small fish in a, in, in a, in a huge, huge pond. And, uh, it's amazing that these, these entities are, are so excited to work with us and I'm really grateful for them. And, and, um, you know, thankful for the anglers that show out because if it wasn't for them showing out, man, we, we wouldn't be able to do these th type of things for sure. I see a lot of people in the comments getting uh, hyped up. Of course, Joey Randall, he's uh, he's promising the uh, commitment from from QC. I'm sure Joey will be out there. Joey, I look forward to seeing you in your backyard again this year. It's always yeah, I, fun. I told Vinny, I said, uh, man, if, uh, if your club event ends up having more tournament anglers than, than my event, again, we're going to have to reevaluate this deal. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's fun working with Vinny and, and, and going back and forth with him. Um, you know, their biggest event last year was the one that we collaborated. We had a few of our national anglers uh, get in there and a few of them get paid. I mean, you know, tournament fishing, two-day deals are, are a whole new game. And, uh, you know, you, you fish one day and you might have it on one day and you might cash a check if you're in that one-day event. But then when it comes to um, the whole the whole deal, the whole weekend, uh, things change on day two. And, and that happened last year. And uh, it's, a, it's, a fun, it's a fun opportunity to, to collaborate. Um, I appreciate his efforts. I'm going to enter their tournament this year. I should have last year. Me and Shane both missed checks by hanging on to the – our $40 or whatever it was that we <laughs> didn't want to spend to get in there. Lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think it'll be good. I mean, Hartwell's in such a unique area, um, has a potential for a really big draw. Uh, you know, your Georgia, I mean, obviously people come from further away, but you've got Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina right there. And, and, you know, Tennessee's, you know, almost right there. And so it, you look at those four states and the kayak anglers in those four states, um, I, you know, they, I think, I think that potential, um, you know, for, for some numbers is good for real good. I'd say that one will have a big turnout. I mean, Pickwick, I think will have a, have a big, big number too. And, uh, hopefully Watts bar, uh, there, we know how Februarys go on the Tennessee River, but Watts Bar is a donkey factory. So I really, I think it's got a lot of potential to see some folks come out slinging some a rigs and rattle traps in February. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you they're going to be able to catch them that time of year on that lake. I mean, that that lake, depending on what part you're in, has so many different characteristics and features. Um, and, and just, you know, your traditional lake stuff, but then it has some stuff unique to it. And then it's, uh, got the pedigree and they've been stocking some, some giants. And it's, uh, you know, when we put a tournament on the Tennessee river in February, it's like, all right, here's the deal. We, we don't want it to snow, but we also want to get in early enough before the whole thing's flooded and they cancel all events. Uh, yeah. 
you know, that actually, that flood happened in the middle of our tournament two years ago. Um, but uh, then last year they had a really bad flood and had to reschedule all the elites and stuff this spring. So, you know, you want to get in early because you can catch a really hot bite before things get super wet. But um, once those spring rains come and they start, I mean, it can get, I mean, it can really change the whole dynamic of that fishery, especially up here on the upper end um, when they got a, got a lot of water pushed through. Yeah, I was telling Ryan uh, before we came on, AJ, about, uh, you know, of course, I'm trying to get him over here at Dardanelle. You know, he didn't come this year. I'm trying to get him <laughs> over here. But I, I'm, I'm pumped about that Broken Bow event, that third event on the list. I mean, anyone from around this area knows about the Beaver's Bend Classic. I think you mentioned it on the live stream. Uh, that lake held the Oklahoma State record for a long time for largemouth. It's got all three species in it. Uh, I know Joe Sanderson, Guillermo, told me a story about him rolling over there for like a wedding reception or something and ran out on the lake with a drop shot and catching a 12 pounder <laughs> just out, just not even trying so that, that lake's an awesome lake and i think it actually is what spawned matt scotch's uh guide service from going to that beaver Bend kayak classic <laughs> tournament and winning a bunch of hobie outbacks but awesome oh lake. is and, that where that yeah that's where that was and I, I think that that lake is going to show out in early march uh I'm, I'm really excited about that one how did you guys make that happen Oh, we lost connection. Wasn't it Guillermo that there he is, Guillermo man. got him a couple times on that one? Yeah, yeah. Guillermo got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of had a little kind of yeah. had a little delay there. We had, Guillermo won that one year. Uh, I don't know. It didn't happen this year because of COVID, but there's been a, a variety of, of winners at that event. Luke Arian, KBN regular. Luke won that event one year. Uh, okay. Yeah, always shows out. It's going to be a fun lake. I think Darnell's going to be a lot better in, this, in the spring as well. Uh, and Sam Rayburn, you got Sam Rayburn on there, AJ. People have been begging for a big tournament down there with the kayakers, and you finally pulled that off. What'd you uh, have to do to make, make those guys bite this time? Yeah, you know, it was challenging. Um, they are very old school, and I appreciate how they work down there. And the the challenge was, is you know, you're already late. If you're talking to them about next year, you're already way behind. And, and that's a big reason why we're in June. Um, you know, we, we had a Lake Fork tournament in June. It was awesome um, a couple of years ago. Um, I know that that's kind of teetering on a little too far south too late in the year. Um, I get that. Um, and, and, but, you know, that's sometimes when you're working on a schedule like that, you're working around other people. And um, like I said, we're already working on 2022, um, trying to get ahead of the game. But, um, you know, June, June 5th and 6th, I mean, here's the deal. Like those fish are going to be there. I mean, they're going to be somewhere. They're going to be not moving. It's not a transition time of year. They're going to be kind of settled into what they're doing. And that's the kind of thing that like, you know, I feel, I really feel like, you know, we're going to see a, a good tournament down there. And, you know, I know that that's late, like I said, but June for some folks is, 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 is just when they're able to start fishing. I mean, I think Jody Queen's first tournament with us this year was in June, you know, and he's, he's in the running for angler of the year. So, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's one of those things. And Drew hadn't even fished his first one and he's in third for angler of the year. So, you know, with 10 events and I, we haven't decided if it's going to be three or four yet um, that are going to count towards angler of the year. we got a lot to evaluate. I know four is a little challenging for some, a lot more people can make three. Um, 
we're going to look at those numbers and, and see what that looks like. But, you know, even for the, you know, the Texas folks, I mean, a lot of people in that region are going to be trying to get their third event in June. And so like you've got your Oklahoma and Arkansas guys got, got early March, mid April, and then early June. So, you know, for those folks, you know, it's always easy to go to a, a Southern Lake in the, in the early part of the year, but, but what is, what is that lake or what is it going to do later in the year? I mean, there's been pressure. There's there, people are, have been out more. I mean, you've had other tournaments, so, you know, people start dropping off and um, things like that, but it, it's just, it's just a different challenge. Um, you know, we don't always get to go to the right place at the exact right time, but, you know, going to the right place, um, even at the wrong time can still be a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's good. You ha you have to spread it out, though, because, I mean, you know, people are trying to travel and take off work, and, you know, a lot of guys want to fish as many of these events as, as they can. So you can't always have every event, like, <laughs> you know, in the two months of pre-spawn, post-spawn window there. So you got to kind of move some things around. But I think I think that Texas event will be a good one. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind going out and trying to get on a nice little deep water bite on some big old texas fish i mean sam rayburn like it's it's a top of that list every year and i mean even yep. when we were struggling to get bit on dardanelle in, in in september those dudes were down there catching <coughs> 28 29 pounds in like a bfl tournament that weekend and that's when everywhere else in the country is grinding you know there are guys hammering them down there and i know that you know it can be tough for some people and and, and folks are always going to catch them when others don't but that lake is a very consistent player as far as top fishery in the country and and we can't wait to see a bunch of big bass laying on boards uh it's gonna be a good one I know what the, about champlain we've we've talked about the south what about champlain like we're, well, I feel like we're just completely overlooking that one <laughs> Well, we just haven't made it there yet, man. I'm not, we're, not, we're not overlooking it, man. I don't know if there's an event on the schedule that I had to work harder to, to pull off. Um, you know, and I had some great help uh, with, uh, up there. Some guys really, really came through with some info. And, uh, um, you know, Jason Gardner and Brian uh, Bullsayer, I don't know if I said his last name right, but, but those two guys are what the sport, you know, working for the sport's all about. Like, they put their – um, they, in their free time, they invested time into helping me pull this thing off. And, you know, like that's how these things come together. I'm, I'm not a, a just an absolute like magician behind this thing. Like I have help, like guys are definitely helping me out because they're believe in their community. They believe in their region and, and, you know, that's how this all stuff comes together. And, and I, I couldn't be more thankful for the folks that have, have really helped me out all over the country in making sure that these schedules are, uh, are, are something to look forward to. Um, but, but, but to your subject, your topic, like Champlain, I mean, <laughs> like that place is gnarly, like it's huge and, and it's too, it's, it's huge. I mean, it's just so big, but like you break it down, it gets small, you find your areas and, and, you know, you can get on huge schools of smallmouth. You can find some really good large mouth. It's in a part of the country that, you know, is just different. I've never been to the far Northeast. I cannot wait to go up there and, and just see it. I've heard it's so beautiful up there and it's just not what you'd expect. I mean, I, I really, um, I'm excited about that. And you know, the hype from the Northeast anglers is real. I mean, those dudes talk about it, you know, and I know some people are just like, <laughs> like, come on, man. But, 
they're right. Bring an event up there. And, no, and it's did. the real deal. I, I got to go duck hunt up there two years ago with uh, Garrick Dixon. He's one of the photographers for MLF. But it's, I mean, there are huge stands of like, you know, flooded cattails and, and vegetation. And then you have the deep water offshore smallmouth bite. It's got a lot of feeder creeks coming in. And we were out of Vermont. So we were, you know, on the on the Canadian end of things. It, it's it's nice. I, I can't wait. I, I'll be I'll be packing my bags for that one. Take a couple of Ned rigs and go try to play with some smallmouth. No doubt. Hey, before we get any further, if you guys are watching this, go ahead and give this a share to your local group. If you know your local group folks are going to be interested in one of these trails nearby, so they can get this info. Uh, we've got a comment over on the YouTube stream saying they're looking forward to the schedule. We appreciate you watching over there, and we've got a few questions that I'm I'm taking notes. And once we get through this whole schedule, we'll, we'll start asking AJ some of these questions that. Uh, you guys have thrown at us so far so if you got more keep shooting them out there and i'll try to try to keep checking in as we go uh but yeah champlain man that's a, a lot of the, the the elite series pros and other other uh, pro circuits will brag on that as being their one of their favorite places to go and i don't know that another kayak tournament's been up there so another big move for the for the yak fishing world no doubt yeah i mean i think those local clubs up there they they get out and they do their thing and uh you know those are their local waters so um but, but as far as like a, a national event, you know, I don't think there has been one that's gone there yet. And so that's kind of one of our goals. I mean, we, there's so many great fisheries and great parts of the country and you can't always hit them all, but you want to try to hit places that haven't always been hit or, you know, hit them at a different time. Um, and, and we might not nail it on every one, you know, some of these lakes are, are popular for a reason, but, um, you know, we try to always have a few on the schedule that, um, you know, just are someone's first opportunity to, to cross that lake off the bucket list and, and you know, fish for a big check and, and showcase that community to our community. Josh Evans and Chris Callery in the, in the comments talking about how sick Champlain's going to be. And I guess one of the questions I can go and ask you, AJ, which will play into that because it is so far northeast, is will Hobie be helping folks out that are flying in for events with uh, rental or lending kayaks? one of the questions people ask yeah we'll have to see i mean i i always have one or two boats um that i take with me um when i can uh you know that's they're my personal boats i've got a couple guys from california that are um that flew into the toc um that are going to be borrowing those boats this weekend sometimes that works out um and sometimes it doesn't but what really is key is that we find you know and i'll start working on the local rep Hobie rep and the uh, local dealers up there because when you find a dealership that wants to get behind one of these uh, events that comes in there's can be a lot of advantages to that and they're eager to take care of the anglers and and sometimes they have a few boats um you know we, we don't really have a, a a system or program for that i mean the reality is we probably could only have you know a few boats if any um and and it just gets to be a little tough but we we try to do the best we can um, when it comes to that kind of stuff, but, you know, talk to your friends that are driving up there, you know, get them to take an extra boat, you know, that we all help each other and we'll get as many people out on the water as we can. Just post it on KBN. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll, I mean, if I can't personally bring you a boat, we'll try to, you know, reach out and find somebody in the area that can loan you one. We've had this happen on almost every tournament that I've fished <laughs> this year. Somebody dragging an extra boat for somebody else. Uh, Post it up or reach out to myself or Jeff directly, and we'd be more than happy to help you out. Yeah, I can guarantee That's right. you. If someone's coming to Dardanelle Broken Boat, we can get you a boat. There's plenty of people around here that can hook you up or, or any other event, other, any of the other events. I know that anywhere else, the kayak community always steps up and helps helps each other out. So, 
It's uh, what's next on the list, Ryan? Champlain. Now we're back to Susquehanna, yeah. The Susky Susquehanna. Yeah, Susquehanna. and that's that's what Josh and and Kalori were talking about. Will I come back to the Susquehanna for redemption? Yes. The answer is yes. I'm not going to bring a Rap 360 back to the Susquehanna. I will not make that mistake again. But I will be back, and I will bring a mag draft with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited we get to roll back onto the river, man. That that was a fun event. Um, that community really, really rallied, um, and uh, I can't wait to like really promote that fishery and that venue and, and see what kind of showing we have. And then back to another river, Mississippi River at Lacrosse. That seems to get an event every year from somebody, uh, but it's a cool place to go. Uh, awesome fishery. I like going up there. Maybe Ryan will make it up there this year. I've never fished lacrosse, but yeah. I want to. It's on my it's on my list. The, the problem this past season is I honestly didn't plan to qualify for the TOC so soon, so I had I had a lot more events on the to do list. So I was able to back off a little bit, uh, which was good and bad, but I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, all you guys that are watching, let us know what your favorite event that you've seen on this list is, because uh, you know everybody's going to vary, I guess, depending on where they live. Uh, Dylan Lowry jumped in there and said that his prediction for the three biggest draws are Pickwick, Hartwell, and Rayburn. What y'all think about that? Dylan hadn't cut a check in four years, so I wouldn't take his word for anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sick, sick I'm bird. kidding, Dill. And but I like you. Yeah. He'll be staying with us, so I'll hear all about it every day when he comes home. I'll be the shoulder to cry on. And then uh, let's see. Last how, how did we how did we skip over Seminole? Like we, we just skip we Seminole? just skip, we oh, skip right over Seminole. Literally the first name on the list. I think when Ryan went straight into Watts Bar and we just rolled from there. I, no, I did not. Y'all were already talking about some other stuff. So Don't pick Pickwick and Pickwick and Seminole. We'll go Pickwick and then loop Man. back around to the beginning to Seminole. But uh, <sighs> the finale of Pickwick that's going to be a good one too. Uh, and that that's close. For you me. know, I think the. Yeah, the thing about Pickwick is it's so far west into Tennessee that it really opens up, you know, it being close to a lot of different people. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's going to be a unique fishery. I mean, it's there's been other events in the fall there that have fished well. Um, and so it's it's a – the Tennessee River obviously is a huge influence on all tournaments across the country uh, and tournament entities. And, you know, it's just exciting that we can keep going to new bodies of water on the Tennessee River. And we've been to Chickamauga, Gunnersville, Kentucky Lake for seven years, and now we're um, going to Loudoun and Teleco. Uh, this weekend, uh, Watts Bar, and then Pickwick. I mean, we're we're running out of new places to go, but man, it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome to to have um, you know so many awesome opportunities that span this region um, that that people get excited about. For the ladies and gentlemen that have never fished Pickwick, Pickwick is now like the best offshore school fishing lake on the Tennessee River chain, especially after Kentucky Lakes. You know. Uh, the stuff they've been going through, but not only do they have that, you know, big largemouth population, but Pickwick's actually where I fell in love with smallmouth fishing. We had the Tennessee State Championship down there, I think it was five years ago, and I went down with a football jig and found, you know, some rock piles and caught some monster 18 and a half, 19 inch, just you know, four and a half, five pound smallmouth, and that's when I was like, oh, like this, this is, <laughs> this is the fish I've been looking for. I don't know 
why I've been poking around with these green fish my whole life. But uh, that that's that's what started it all. There's a huge population of trophy smallmouth on Pickwick. So you can kind of pick your poison, decide how you want to fish it. But I would definitely show up and, and hit it. That's a great time of year to get down there, too. So, yeah, Harshman's in the comments hating on us for skipping Seminole as well. I think maybe because he won Seminole. Did he win Seminole this year? Where did he win? Yes. That's he why did. We, maybe that's why we skipped it. Blind squirrel ass. Maybe, maybe that's why we skipped it. I don't know. I want to give a big shout-out to Jake for um, being the first person to find our typo in the schedule. Um, <laughs> we consistently have one little typo every year in the schedule, and, uh, you know, consistency is key and that's what we promise to give you. So, um, you know, he found it when, when we dropped the new schedule with the TOC location here in a, about a week, um, the full schedule, we'll make sure we switch those two vowels over in Champlain and not, not make anybody angry. Old Jake. That's the, co- harsh, that's the cop. He's always that's the cop in he's, a, he's over there trying Dude, to do pronunciation. <laughs> he'll get you on that shit too. Don't ever let him get a flashlight out in front of you about midnight. That's a that's a setup. Yes. The problem was I didn't even I didn't even believe him. Like I didn't believe I thought he was literally messing with me. I went back and looked at the schedule and I was just like, oh, of course. Of course Jake if, found if it. If anybody too. has a giant travel trailer camper, if we could all just get all of big gyms, like everybody just pile up at big gyms, uh it'll be a good time. So go ahead and reserve your spot for that one. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about that too. So, I mean, I know that we as kayak anglers are notorious last minute everything, but some of these places are not going to have places to stay if you don't get on it. I mean, for real. So, they have tournaments the same weekend, hopefully not like huge tournaments because I mean, to deconflict with other kayak tournaments and other things like that, sometimes you don't get to deconflict with, you know, a, other local tournament and, and things like that. So, um, be aware of, of where you're going. If you know you're going somewhere 100%, go ahead and get on scheduling something. Make sure you get the good place to stay. Um, I've already been told that um, the area up in Lake Champlain, the Ticonderoga area is extremely popular that time of year. They were actually concerned about not having enough rooms for us and, and were reluctant to um, you know, satisfy that date for us. So um, just be, be aware of all that stuff. You know, We don't want you having to drive an hour and a half to, to, to from where you're staying to, to the fishery. Um, you've already driven a ton to get there. You're going to drive a ton around some of these bodies of waters. Um, go ahead and try to find a place that, that you know, go ahead and get in there um, that, that's close for you and, and all that. But yeah, Big Jim's is rocking. They've got like maybe, you know, 10 to 15 RV spots on any given week, depending on how the grass is cut. And, um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're extremely happy to have us and very hospitable and uh, uh just a good time um old school time it's a good spot down there agreed completely harshman says he's done aj we've heard his feelings enough he's got to take a shower so he can fish in the morning go sore lip all your fish jake please you know, yeah geez jake Thanks, shane bro. if you'll go ahead and book our same house that we had last year so chase can sleep in the master suite i'd appreciate that just go ahead and put that on the card you can have the couch again <laughs> that's like the number one rule in booking group, dude group me home. and chase got there first and i was like yeah i put my stuff like in this little twin bed and chase is like i took the master suite and i was like shane booked the house and you took the master suite and he's like yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, it's completely normal. That's the thing to do. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. 
It's kind of like, it's kind of like fishing spots, man. First there, get you. <laughs> Dude, it was it was wild. I can't wait to share some fishing spots this weekend. I'm excited. Oh, it, <laughs> this this weekend's gonna be fun. Uh, we can get, we can get to the TOC shootout preview here in just a second, but I got a few more questions from the crowd. One, they were asking about rule changes for 21. I don't know if you can get into that specifically. Motors, motors, no motors. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm not going to get into like all the details of of our, that kind of stuff because honestly, I mean, we're still operating under a current uh, rules. You know, we still have one more event, um, and I kind of break that stuff down. Um, you know, in December, and uh, you know, make some additions, change some verbiage, add some stuff that you know were were potential issues or, or eliminating potential issues. But um, you know, here's the deal with the motor thing. Um, you know, I know motors are in our sport, and there's a lot of good opportunities to, to compete with a motor. Um, but Hobie has been running competitions for 10 years that are human propulsion. Um, that is something that they believe in. And that, I mean, that's kind of where we stand alone in, in the competitive space right now. Um, you know, and, and that's a really unique thing. I mean, I get people that are, you know, heavy motor users and sponsored motor users that, that appreciate that rule for us. And, and then I also get people that say, man, we wouldn't fish if there were motors and we're still paddling. And, you know, I think it's easy to see where this kayak game is, but it, it's a lot of people forget where it was. And it's not too far ago that, that there were no motors in any events. And, you know, we're, we're still doing what we've always done when it comes to running tournaments. And we don't see the reason to change. I mean, we did allow motors to be part of pre-fishing. And honestly, that was a pretty tough battle that um, I felt pretty fortunate to win. But um, I don't see them coming into competition anytime, anytime soon. I'll tell you this. I got one in. I got a kayak out in the garage with a motor integrated into it. And I'm begging you not to allow motors. That's my vote. So uh, I like the man-powered aspect of the Hobie series, and I hope it stays that way. So I don't know how everybody else feels, but that's, that's my two cents. No what motors. These, <laughs> what, these, what these folks need to do with their, their motors is they need, to, they need to start, like, remembering how to pedal or paddle, like, a little bit because come tournament day i know i know some of these folks getting gassed man they're like whoo i have not done any of that in a long time <laughs> so it's easy i mean i just got a torpedo on my boat i'm testing it out i'm trying um the whole deal um mainly because i talked to a lot of dealers and things like that and, and i want to understand the deal i want to understand how to rig it and all that stuff and you know being a rep in the industry i want to uh you know diversify my knowledge and i've been very adamant um, against my usage of, of most motors outside of a, um, a bow mount on a 17 foot pro angler for a couple of years. But uh, it's, it's, it's part of the learning deal. And, and it is, it, you become reliant on it. And, you know, sometimes that means you don't bring your drive or you don't bring your paddle and you kind of forget the safety aspect of, and, and the roots of this whole thing, you know, there's still a lot of advantages to being quiet and having the stealth of pedaling or paddling when you're in a lot of these areas that other boats can't get to. But, um, you know, I, I think for our competition, it just really fits what we do and what the competitive landscape needs um, to, to stay true to human powered only. Like Motor it. skier fish. Just remember that. Heard that. Do you, do you remember the David Cruz quote from when he subbed in for you, Ryan? We won't. Uh, not. Probably not. Which one? <laughs> what do you say this time? We, we, well, we, I won't repeat it, but it was. Uh, there were some. Am I responsible and, for it? No, there's some. You're there, to there say? some expletives involved in the uh, motor no motor thing, but it was pretty funny. So whoever was watching that episode, <laughs> you, you'll remember that. It was awesome. 
But uh, right, anyway, okay, okay. Uh, stay tuned in December, it sounds like, and that whole playbook will be out and probably explain what's going to go on in 21. Is that fair, AJ? Yes, sir. That's the goal. All right. Uh, so, yeah, man, uh, TOC this Friday or this, this weekend, the shootout this Friday. Saturday, shootout Friday. Yeah, yeah shootout yeah. Friday. Well, before we transition, I want to say a couple things on the schedule, and then right. we'll put that to bed. Right. So um, I didn't say it on our feel-good, positive release here <laughs> just a little bit ago. but um, Glad you saved it for us. Yes. That's right. Well, you know, we, we no filters here, man. We can let it all out. It's a safe Amen. place. Um, so I, I know that there are some people that, that you know, really wish that – I mean – Kentucky Lake for the nostalgia of it was still on the schedule. Um, I've had Everybody a lot of people already reached. Well, I mean, a lot of people, and, and this I'm is, kidding. you know, cause we've been running it for seven years. And so, um, you know, every year somebody catches them good and that's a fact. And, and so, you know, but the number of people that were catching them good decreased drastically. Uh, but that was a really important event for us. We ran it for seven years at a Kentucky Dam village and, and they were amazing. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't even know, know that we've been running tournaments that long. And, you know, that first event had 37 people, uh, no 32 people. Um, and that was our very first event. And now when you look at it, I mean, we're, we almost averaging, you know, over a hundred in an event and running 10 events a year. And, and if it wasn't for the, the people that came to that event in year two and doubled our numbers and then came in year three and then really solidified what that event was to Hobie and to the competitive kayak fishing landscape, we probably wouldn't have a BOS series. And so Kentucky Lake will always have a special place um, in, in on my heart for what it meant to kayak fishing as a whole but specifically this series and we're definitely going to go back i don't know if it'll be 22 or down the road but that fishery needs an opportunity to bounce back and it doesn't bounce back if you hammer it every weekend with other tournaments and you know our anglers deserve to go to other places too and when you only run eight to ten events every year um you've really got to make some tough calls and and sometimes you you miss some i mean i i, I threw a, a couple opportunities into a obviously some parts of the country that have some holes like Michigan, um, you know, in, in, in that Ohio, Indiana area up there. I mean, obviously those guys, they got to run to some events and, you know, that's, that's tough. And they've got a great community up there and, you know, it wasn't for lack of effort. I promise you guys, sometimes these schedules, you, you know, you have an idea of what you want it to look like and it starts with, you know, 20 events and, and, and having, you know, backup plans in each time. And then as, as entities start, saying yes and picking their time then you kind of start being limited with your options and and then some entities don't ever get back with you despite you know you hollering at them like five times you know so it's it's just literally how it goes and and i promise you it's not for a lack of effort um but we, we're always looking for for new places to go in those regions um that we have trouble finding a, a good partner to work with and uh you know the other one's lake fork um, Lake Fork is a tremendous fishery. It gets a lot of pressure, a lot of kayak pressure, um, but it had the original TOC, um, the one that we kind of evolved our series into. We took what those guys were doing in Texas and made it a national tournament. Um, and we kind of, once, once that kind of went a different direction, we kind of took the name over and um, kind of evolved it into what we do now. And we're really proud of, of, 
what that event was and, and what it has turned into. And um, Lake Forks, another place that we're always going to go back to. It might not be this year or next year, um, but some of these fisheries, you can't stay away for a variety of reasons. And some of it's just for the nostalgic aspect and, and the memories that, you know, people that have been in this game for, for five to 10 years have at those events over time. Yeah, fair enough. And I think people are excited for the, uh, like you said, the variety. There's some lakes on your schedule this year that haven't appeared on any major schedules that I've seen over the last couple of years. So uh, that, that's important too. Gets people fired back up. And I'll go ahead and say a little hint on the TOC. So um, it is a lake that doesn't show up very often, but people talk about a lot. So we'll leave it at that. Is it somewhere south of the Mason-Dixon line? It's got to be. Could I throw a rock from the Gulf Coast and hit it? I mean, I'm not seeing your arm, but... You <laughs> I know, throw a rock maybe, pretty far. Clear over that got, mountain, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, if you got an Uncle Rico <laughs> arm, man, I don't know. I mean, yep. might... I'm gonna, I, I think in my heart, and AJ, you can vouch for this. You've not told me anything about anything about where the TOC is going to be, period. I haven't told anybody. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I've got a, a good hunch. I think Jim Clark might be, might be happy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out in a few days. You never know. You I'm never know. Fingers crossed. Stacy, big, sexy Stacy Martin said that he heard, he heard somewhere that it's a million dollar payout guaranteed. Can you confirm or deny that? The what? what? What is? <laughs> I don't know. That's. I mean, I'm trying to fish it. Is. If we if we know something what that is, I'm trying to get down on that. I will. Is, I will man. not be directing that event. I will fish something it. Something is. He said it. <laughs> I mean, Stacy, you heard it here first. Unofficial. Uh, it's an unofficial. No. Nah, so I mean, we'll talk about that. So I mean, last year in the TOC, we paid out. You know, we had forty thousand, and uh, Jody Queen took home twenty thousand. Um, this year, we're at sixty-one thousand, uh, and first place is at thirty thousand. You know, so we're, we're trying to grow that pot every year. There's a, a variety of ways that we're going to do that. And, you know, but the biggest way is if, if mo more folks show out. Um, but, you know, I, there's always a tough balance of trying to figure out how much money we take out of a buy-in to build that pot versus how much we still pay out. And we, we try really hard to make sure that the payouts for every event um, are are great um, for, for the entry and, you know, but it, we, we, we bank a, a good amount of money every event towards the TOC and, that's what these people are fishing for. And I think it, it all comes together. I mean, you know, we, we're, it, it comes out, but it comes back. And, and, you know, those people that have earned it, um, you know, are, are there. And so um, it, it's, it's, it's a tough thing, but I think we've got a good mix going right now. Uh, we'll probably, there'll probably be a little bump in the, in the, uh, the entry fee next year. Um, we're trying to find that perfect number. Um, but, you know, part of that is, you know, you know, as we evaluate our administrative costs of this stuff, we're, you know, we got to make sure that number is, is, is right. And we need to make sure we're putting the right amount of dollars towards the TOC. And, uh, and, and then we want to make sure that our payouts still grow every year. I mean, we've, we've, um, you know, if you look at what 112 anglers made in year one versus what 112 anglers made in year two and what 112 anglers are going to make next year, those numbers are going up and uh, you know, that's, that's the biggest goal that we have is to continue to increase those opportunities. Hey, let me ask you a question. And now, thanks. Thanks in part to Eric Siddiqui. We have PKAs. We that's have right. professional kayak anglers now. PKAs all day. 
put that on the jersey. Like it. I, I want to ask you this, AJ, because you, you know, we're talking about the TOC. The TOC is this weekend, and it, you know, it's the goal of just about everybody that takes competing seriously is to make this thing. Um, how important is it? Because you do the numbers, you tabulated the AOI points to always finish your two-day events. I mean, how many people were on the cusp of making it via points and then just didn't because they maybe bailed early one day or didn't grind for that last bite? Man, I you know, and I say that on my live meeting every Saturday night before day two because, you know, you don't know. Like, you're frustrated. You're mad. You had a bad first day. But, like, getting two extra bites on Sunday – could literally be the difference of, of 10 places on that tournament. And then when you start looking at like what those numbers are and how close it was for about 10 other anglers, I mean, there are so many people that had opportunities with just one bite, they would be in this tournament. And it's, it's, it's really, it really is crazy how it works out. And, and I don't think people really understand that because for one, there's not a ton of two day tournaments that are competing for an angler of the year race. So, you know, people are very quick to go home if they had a bad first day, because often a bad first day means you've had a bad five days or four days because you've been prepped there pre-fishing and, and it's just not been a good, good event. Um, but still like every point matters, every fish literally matters, especially this year, you know, Jay put those numbers up that he worked on the events this year. And I mean, there were people cashing checks without limits or with like, 15, 16 inch limits um, at fisheries that you would not expect. And so it, it really does matter. It is the culmination of your whole season. And, you know, when you're fishing for points, day two matters. You know, you're not just fishing for, for money anymore. You're fishing for points because you want to fish for money at the end of this thing. You'll see these guys, all the elite guys for the last two months have said, hey, had a tough day today, but if I go out there and whack them tomorrow, I'm, I could get the points I need to qualify for the classic. Like that's a real thing. That's a mentality that these kayak anglers have to understand if they're really fishing for points um, to try to get into the TOC because every fish matters when you're fishing for points. And both days of the tournament is is everything. That's a big difference. That's a new hashtag, Jeff. Every fish matters. Every fish matters. We'll add that to the I list. I like it. Uh, even locally, uh, Kyle Long did some numbers, does some numbers for us every year locally on our AOI, making our own little classic here, and it comes down to one or two fish for some guys. So, I implore you all, stay and fish two days. I'm telling, I'm telling to myself because I've been a victim of just getting pissed off and leaving as well. So, we need, we need to stay and grind that out. And, and I think that uh, Dakota, Dakota Power Move thing you guys do is is a kind of a nice carrot to keep people around as well, trying to make that big move on day two. Yeah, I appreciate those guys kind of, you know, Stormy was like, hey, man, we let's do something. Um, and it might just be because, you know, Stormy, Stormy can, you know, has some tough first days um, he's, <laughs> and, he can and he can relate. But, um, you know, it's a good, a good, good opportunity for those pe folks. And, um, you know, maybe Dakota Lithium would be back with us uh, in that capacity next year. If not, you know, I think that's something that we will um, definitely try to, to uh, you know, have an opportunity on day two, but you know, there, there's a lot at stake without that, you know, those points are, are so valuable. Um, so, so valuable. I mean, when you start looking at those numbers and some of those names that are like five points back and, 
you know, it's and some of those folks, let's not get it um, twisted. Like a lot of those folks did try and they stayed and they grinded because they knew that they weren't going to make the last two events and that was their last shot or whatever. But there's, there's some folks that threw in the towel, um, you know, and it might've been in February and they just were ready to go to the house. Um, but that stuff comes back around when you're looking at the culmination and cumulative um, totals for an entire season. I wish I threw in the towel on day two at Seminole. I felt like I did because I could not get one single bite all day long, all day long. But, you know, like you were saying, I mean, two fish on day two for me, that would have been a check. Two fish, two bites would have been taking home a check. Like that's the difference. You don't ever, don't ever <laughs> quit because you don't know what everybody else is doing. I mean, we all look at tourney X and try to, pay attention, you know, when we can to the event as we're fishing or submitting fish throughout the day. But there's no telling who's sandbagging or, you know, if somebody's really struggling. But if, you know, an entire field could be struggling. So catch your fish, catch as many as you can and get them submitted. It may pay off at the end of the day. I'm going to I'm gonna say something real quick. I feel like sandbagging has decreased a lot. And I appreciate that. Um, there's no advantage to it by any means. Um, anything can happen to your phone. Anything can happen to service. Um, the thing about our sport is your fish doesn't count until it's been submitted and accepted. So, like, it's all cute and fun to have that thing sitting in your pocket. Um, but the reality is go ahead and get that thing in there. Go ahead and get your fish on the board. There's there is literally no um, no disadvantage to doing that. And the folks folks are really starting to understand that. They're starting to see that like you know sponsors are looking at leaderboards and um, folks following our sport are looking at leaderboards. And you know they might not get to check later when it's final, but they might be checking at like nine in the morning or ten in the morning. Um, and so. It, Get your name up there. You've already done the work. Make that fish count as soon as possible and go on to fishing. It's a, it's a benefit that we have that, you know, professional fishing has just started taking advantage of. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, it's something that, that you should take advantage of every time and it, it makes it covering the event better. And it, uh, it definitely could cover your tail if, uh, if something bad happens at the end of your day, which we've, we've all heard those stories and some of us have lived them. Um, but, you know, as soon as that fish hits, hits accepted, I mean, you don't have to worry about it. Let's jump into this weekend, man. We got the, this year's shootout in TOC coming up. Uh, you know, let's talk about some of the festivities you got planned for these guys and girls coming up there. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just start right at the beginning. So, I mean, Wednesday night at midnight is our cutoff for the registration on the shootout. Um, low numbers, you know, odds of qualifying are, are very good. Um, there's, you know, four or five guys in the TOC that are fishing it. They're just fishing for cash. They're not fishing for spots. Um, but, I mean, we're still under 30, and two spots get in. So, um you know, that's one of those things that like if you've been on the fence or, or you're you're trying to make it like you still have time to register. You still have time to get a day of pre-fishing in. And, you know, Lake Teleco, um, you know, it, it, it can it can be the difference of you getting in the TOC or not. I mean, it's 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 there. There's opportunities. I've already seen a couple folks pre-fishing that have, have put some nice fish on the board. Um, it's it's definitely, um, you know, the the best chance to get into the TOC and um you know it always surprises me that those numbers are low for that event I know it's a one-day event but uh, you know even dating back six seven years to the, those original TOCs like that Friday um 
that Friday numbers were always light. I mean, super light. Um, but it's 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 available. So get registered by Wednesday night. Um, good payouts if we if we get those numbers up. Um, but last chance to qualify. Spot number forty nine and fifty, and you get your award. Um, and then you come to our banquet on Friday night. We've got a a, a banquet that we'll be having. Um, two to three people to a table, um, spread out nicely, um, masks the whole time, unless you're sitting down at the table, um, taking temperatures on the way in. I mean, we're, we're, this is serious. We're taking it serious. We have to, to be able to run this event this way. And, uh, you know, that's just the where where we're at right now, but we're going to do everything we can to keep our anglers safe and, uh, you know, we've got three meals planned for them. We've got some special guests on Friday night uh, that are excited about our event being in town. Um, they're going to come out and talk to us. And then, um, you know, Jackson Orr is going to be uh, signing uh, to fish at Carson Newman University. Uh, yeah. What an awesome – I mean, we've all watched Jackson for so long. But, man, I remember, like, so many years ago, he's like, hey, man, try, how old do I have to be to fish the youth division? And I'm just thinking, like – how old are you? <laughs> you know, like, I feel like he's been, I feel like I've always thought he was like two to three years older than what he actually was forever. And it's for him to want to um, make that big next step in his life um, in front of, you know, 49 other kayak fishermen that he respects and that have a lot of respect for him. Um, says a lot about what this community means to him, but also, uh, you know, what he means to this community and, and uh, we're all rooting for him um, to have big success as he goes into a new, a new venture and, and additional to kayak fishing. But um, you know, I know that he's uh, that second place finish in the NC man. I think he's ready, ready for something a little bigger. He's had a lot of good finishes with us this year, but never, never quite um, got that victory. So I know that's on his list as he's just continuing to knock down doors. Um, really excited to see him sign and, and go that route. Um, but yeah, three catered meals, uh, you know, we're going to have, have some barbecue on, on Friday night and, uh, we're going to have, uh, some place, uh, Ryan knows, uh, the owner, uh, Wade, Wade, and he, he's got a cent central flats and central taps. flats and taps. Yep. Uh, they're going to come out and, and, uh, they, I think they're smoking some chorizo flatbreads and got some smoked wings and some salad. I mean, I'm talking, that sounds delicious. Yeah, and, and then we've got, uh, a local, um, down home cooking uh, type spot on Sunday that is doing some fried chicken and some mm. mac and cheese and some green mm. beans, uh, mm. called Jackie's dream. And, uh, apparently that's a nice, uh, hot spot in Knoxville right now. And, uh, you know, you got the option of, of hot chicken or regular chicken. And, uh, I think folks are going to be real excited on Sunday and, and that's, that's, that's the weekend, but you know, it all culminates there. And, you know, we've got to pay out 10 anglers. Uh, that's 20% of the field. Um, but then we have to calculate all those angler of the year points and we're going to be giving away that custom BOS colored PA 14, 360, um, and a $5,000 check to our first angler of the year. Plus they qualify for Hobie fishing worlds. So the winner of the TOC qualifies for Hobie fishing worlds and the angler of the year qualifies, uh, for Hobie fishing worlds 10. Um, so it'll essentially be two years from now, uh, COVID and, and international travel restrictions have uh, put a little damper on on the international derby uh, that we like to run, but it's uh, it's it's something we'll all get through, and uh, you know we're still qualifying for those next next events. But yeah, man, I mean, 
had a lot going on. I mean, between Angler of the Year and payouts, I think we're paying out $73,000 or seventy two, right in that range. And then, um, you know, we've got the Outback. So anybody that has fished one of our events this year has been entered to win a custom BOS camo Outback. Um, and that's another draw on the the you know, the shootout, I mean, that's your last chance to get your name in the hat for the Outback. Um, so it's going to be a, a kind of a cool thing to see how that plays out and who wins those two custom boats that, uh, you know, Hobie's uh, put forward in this event. And, uh, you know, Power Pole has uh, got some prizes for us to give away. They've got those boats rigged out. Um, we've got a couple other Power Poles that are going to get given away. And, um, and there's just a lot happening at the end of this deal. Um, and then on Sunday, we'll also, um, well, you know, maybe Saturday night. That's a lot for Sunday. So maybe Saturday night, we'll go ahead and uh, let everybody know where the TOC is for next year. Um, but we'll, we'll see how the weekend plays out for that. But by, by Monday, everybody will know all 11 locations for the 2021 BOS schedule. Hey, let me ask you this. On your list of uh, speakers, is any of the Tennessee football coaching staff involved? That's what I was going to ask. Gosh, <laughs> Jeff. You talking about UT coaching staff? Yeah. I just Is it going to be Phil Former or Peyton Manning? That's all I need to know. <laughs> Tell me now. I figured it would be Jeremy Pruitt. He's, I don't, I don't know, think he's man. on the Tennessee coaching staff anymore. <laughs> he worked his way right off that list. <laughs> Who won that game? Uh, no, I don't know. It's going to be Jarrett Geronimo on Saturday because he's not going to be playing football. So mm -hmm. I probably didn't they it. just cancel like all the SEC games for a big COVID COVID outbreak? I mean, I hope so, man. I really are, hope so. Things are getting nuts. <laughs> I'm tired of it, dude. <laughs> I can't handle any more SEC football. Yeah. Hey, it's almost basketball season. Y'all can bring me on to talk basketball this year anytime yeah, you want. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Deal. Sure. We can go. I'll swap licks with you on basketball. We can do that. Tennessee's getting 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 their stuff straight. I'll take That's it. That's right. Yeah, I That's think, right. I, I think Rick all Barnes three of us doing some good stuff. I think all three of our teams will be actually. Good yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas's got a little squad going too. So no yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, looking fun. forward to, to that. You heard it here they first. They took a. They took basketball season away from us at the at the best time possible last year. And, uh, uh, I've been I've been I've been missing something ever since, man. I'm, I can't wait for basketball to start. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And for those I'm ready to get know, Knoxville. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, we're gonna try to do a little get together or something, uh, maybe Thursday night. I don't know. We'll we'll post something up. But uh, for the guys, not if you're fishing the shootout, I'm sorry, but we may try to do a little meet up around eight o'clock or so. Give people time to get off the water, take showers, and and meet us up about eight or so in Knoxville. We'll post up a location. It's gonna be a good time, man. I know everybody's excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch from afar, as I can't make it over there for that thing this time around. But uh, you know, I'd be glad to come donate and finish one spot out like I usually do, AJ. But not gonna be able to make it this time. Hey, man, consistency. Just yeah. keep being consistent. <laughs> no, it's. Hey, be I will say so. As far as coverage goes, I mean, we're, we are filming an episode of Hobie Outdoor Adventures this weekend. So we've got our cameraman flying in on Friday. We've got, um, I've got a jet boat and a glass boat uh, that are, are reserved for the weekend. I've got two camera guys. Um, both can do camera and video. So we'll be trying to get some, we'll be trying to get as much footage as we can. Um, it doesn't always work out great. And I, I couldn't have picked more actual fishable water 
for 50 people to spread out on. Um, but you know, it's going to keep, keep those, uh, those boats running, um, all weekend, but, uh, we're going to try to capture and share as much as we can with you all. And then we're going to put it together in a, in a show that we always used to do at Kentucky Lake called the Hobie Outdoor Adventures show. Um, and, and, and showcase what we're doing to a, even a broader audience than, uh, than, than our traditional, um, folks that, that follow on here. Oh, man. Everybody act right if you're on camera, okay? That's right. Act, Write that shit down. Here. Everybody act right. Here. Be on your best behavior, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> no, uh, Joey Randall, you better come and fish this shootout. You've talked all this trash. You, you counted all your spots of how many places you would have got to if you fished another. But just come on and fish the shootout, man. You can still get in. Come on. Bring it. You're not that far away. Hey, I think those it. I think those QC boys are rolling in, man. I know there's a few of them. They've had a cabin. I know book. Slick Nick's dug it. He's got his tights ironed. He said he's coming. He's ready. <laughs> you talking about Nick Nick Cuddleson? Yeah. Slick he Nick. qualified, dude. He's in. That's what I'm saying. I know he's coming to town. Joey yeah, yeah. can ride with him or whatever. Yeah, Joey's coming. Vinny's coming. Uh Lowell, Lowell Brandon's coming. Um, so I mean the, 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 some of those dudes are showing out, man. They they're close enough to, and the odds are in their favor. I mean, I'm 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 surprised there's not more people from uh, you know Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky coming out to 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 get it. But man, it's been a long year. It's been a lot. I know some people just threw in, like I said, threw in the towel a long time ago. Um, but I mean, it, it's you know you get top two or or, or finish you know behind, even behind like a TOC angler. I mean the odds are really good to get in this thing. I mean, we, that's why we held those two extra spots. So you might not have done it on top three. You might not have done it on angler of the year. Um, so, you know, come on out for that last chance. You know, once you're in the 50, how you got there doesn't matter. Um, so everybody's fishing, everybody's fishing for 60, 61,000 at that point. So. If they win, they don't have like an asterisk by their name. You don't, you don't do that to them? No, they are number 49 and number 50. Okay. They're right, just yeah. as important as the rest of them. That's right. fact. Just like the last team in the big dance. It's all the same, right? No doubt. Once you're there, you're there, man. So, uh, you know, and it, and it could be one of those things. We don't know. I mean, three fish could get somebody in. It could just be like that. I mean, we got some weather coming in. It's been a crazy year. So, I mean, and, and I think it was like that last year at Washita. I mean, Washita fished tough. I think there were some people that got in that maybe didn't even have a limit. And, uh, you know, and that's that's fishing. You know, you just got to be better than the other people you're fishing against that day. And sometimes that's a couple fish. Um, so, you know, odds are still good. But, I mean, registration closes at Wednesday, like tomorrow night at midnight. So, um, you know, make sure, make sure you don't miss out. Hey, AJ, let me correct you on something. Nobody got in without a limit. The one guy with a limit that didn't get in was me. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here dumping salt in wounds, and, and I didn't even know it. And it, it. it burned. It was a one-inch. I think I was one, one inch short, and it burned. But you know what? Any any other event, I could have said that and not been corrected. But but here we are. We got Jeff just just, just feeling there, it right just now. Feeling it. You make one feet. inch short and burning sound like a bad thing, Jeff. And I, that really goes against all my beliefs. I know. Sorry. Uh, get over to parlor if you're offended, Ryan. <laughs> oh man, don't don't even don't even light that fire tonight. All right, man. All right. Hey, you guys got anything else? I know it's been a long night for AJ. He's been over there talking schedules on BOS. He's over here with us. Uh, if anybody has any more questions or Ryan or AJ, you got anything else before we get out of here tonight? Uh oh, Jake Harshman. He commented several times about your appearance, AJ. Apparently, um, you are doing a lot for him right now. <laughs> he is. <laughs> 
he's very proud of your your fitness journey. Uh, Jordan Marshall is also uh, working on such things, as well as Shane Williams. And, and Dylan Lowry has thrown out a challenge. I think we may get some sort of little contest going. And, and I, I, hell, we may do a KBN calendar shoot. So wow. we'll, see, uh, we'll see if we can put that together. Katie back is going to be in charge of assembling the calendar and also shipping, please. Yes. Yeah. And Photoshop. Hey, uh, before we jump off, I do, um, you know, one of our, our great friends in this community, uh, Kate Field, she's going through a tough time and, and, you know, she would probably get mad at me saying anything right now, but I freaking love that lady. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are stepping up to help her through, um, through this whole thing. Christine has been amazing taking care of her through this whole process. And it's just been, it's been tough for her and she's so strong and she battles through and, uh, I freaking love her. Um, she doesn't know how much she helps me, um, pick me up sometimes cause I, what she's going through and what I see. And so, um, please say some prayers for her and the people that are helping her out. Um, that's what this community is all about is rallying behind folks that, that need it. And she definitely needs, needs it right now. So we're thinking about you, Kate. Can't wait to see you back on the water. Amen. For sure. She's a good one. Uh, She'll be back in no time. You know that. Oh yeah. She's too, she's too stubborn to sit out too long. I can't, I can't wait to see her on the water again. I think she still wants me to wait, just wait till Thursday before, you know, we refund her money for the shootout. I think she's holding out hope. Uh, I would love bless it. Bless her heart. I would love it. Well, if you guys have anything else, uh, we'll wrap this thing up. You know, Ryan, good luck to you up there this weekend, sir. AJ, uh, I don't know if we can say enough about the schedule you put together for this year and how you handled awesome. the COVID thing and then the schedule you put together for 21s off the charts people are so excited so uh thanks for all the work you do there brother is it too late to vote aj for president <laughs> no yes, yes I, it's it never is. too late is it can I, wrote, we, I wrote can him under I, I, wrote, I wrote him in as vp for yeezy this year <laughs> oh <laughs> yes yeah. man man i appreciate it guys I, I will just thank you guys for the support you guys are tremendous for 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 supporting me in this series i, I really appreciate what you guys do um and uh looking forward to uh wrapping this season up looking forward to fishing the bass event on chick yes i still fish sometimes even though my rods are getting dusty um but it's it is time to uh to get on the water a little bit um Fishing Chick, fishing Dale Hollow this this uh, this winter, and uh, then all of a sudden it'll be tournament time again. So it's uh, appreciate you guys and uh, and everybody that's out here supporting what we do. Um, that's what this whole thing is about. Yes, sir. Hey, See you this weekend, AJ. Yeah, man. All hey, right, guys. And one more thing to all my veterans out there, all my fellow veterans, happy Veterans Day tomorrow. Enjoy it. Go get some free pancakes at IHOP or something. But we're going we're gonna to wrap this yeah. thing up and. Uh, you know, good luck this weekend. We'll see everybody uh, next Monday, hopefully, with TOC winning. We're gone. We're the TOC champ. Yeah. All right. See you guys.